for a new episode of the Chronicles of Faye. It's time to recenter yourself. Become one with the spirits. Breathe in and breathe out. It's your time, so take it now to release yourself from the tensions of the day for a new Chronicles of Faye. I'm your hostess, Faye Wild. Let's begin with the thanking of the elements, shall we? We thank Earth for her stability and her growth. We honor her and ask her to enter our space. We thank Air for his intellect and creativity. We honor him and ask him into our space. We thank Fire for his passion and his will. We honor him and ask him into our space. We thank Water for her empathy and her healing. We honor her and ask her into our space. We thank Life for the divine forces and the intimate source. We honor them and ask them into our space. We thank light for its illumination and its revelation of truth. We honor it and ask it into our space. We thank magic for all of its power to create, to bring forth, to give us the power to explore and to experience all. We honor all and ask all into our space. Welcome, Earth. Welcome. Welcome, Air. Welcome. Welcome, Fire. Welcome. Welcome, water, welcome. (coughs) 
Welcome life, welcome. Welcome light, welcome. Welcome magic, welcome. We also thank the animal and plant spirits who give us life and sustain us. We honor them and ask them into our space. Welcome, plant and animal spirits, welcome. We also thank and honor the good fae and the good elven kindreds and the good peoples known and unknown spiritual forces beyond this plane. We honor them and thank them and ask them into our space. Welcome good kindred known and unknown. Hello everyone and welcome back. Um, I wanted to first thank everyone for continuing to listen to this podcast. And it is something that I find that it does bring me joy to see the audience that people are still paying attention to this podcast, that it means something to so many, and that um, you all enjoy it. Please be sure to follow, and if you want, write a review um, of the podcast. Maybe send a voice message through the link that comes in the show notes, Um, and you'll be put on air, and... I am just glad that we can come together in this time to honor spirit, to honor nature, to honor that which is sacred to, or should be sacred to many, and that is earth and nature and all that is around us, and with that, we will be getting into the episode itself. Peace, light, and love, and blessed be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is, of course, going to be the main topic for today. So today I'm going to talk about something that has apparently been um, brewing in the back of my mind and had one um, successful incarnation but because it was in the summer it didn't last very long Um, and I'll explain in a little while so the topic today 
is the inner light is real. Now, what do I mean by the inner light? Before I get into what I mean by the inner light, let's just explain, let me explain how I sort of came to this um, conclusion about the inner light. The inner light, um, well, let's see. I had a concept of it um, several years ago. I made, I was, um, of course, Back then, I had a group of people that I practiced my spirituality with, mainly dealing with, um, we did two different groups. We had one that was um, mostly developed, you know, devoted to like fairy magic and elven magic and kindred magic. And then um, there was another group that we met, it's called the Circle of the Goddess, and at that time, um, it was... um, just a group of people who love the goddess didn't, didn't you know, didn't uh, really th- think about who or anything like that. But just it was a group d- got together and created this sort of interconnected energy. And one of the things that we used to do was we would light candles for each other. Now, we didn't light physical candles because a lot of us in the group were visually impaired. Um... But I suppose we could have lit candles. But the main focus was on lighting candles for family and friends. And then I heard about this group that meets every year in different locations. And it's called the Rainbow Gathering. And the Rainbow Gathering is um, a group of people who gather. I mean, you can do a lot of research on it. There's plenty of videos on YouTube to watch. Um, but the Rainbow Gathering meets every year. Um, the main one meets every year in National Forest. And, of course, they have law enforcement there to sort of make sure that it goes peacefully and that nothing bad is happening. The group that gathers is so large that they just mainly are there to sort of keep everything peace, peace. The Rainbow Gatherings are a group of people who gather for a cause. And they spend an entire week drumming and chanting and speaking on um, social issues and things. And when I found out about it, I was like, oh, I really want to go. There are a couple places I want to go. I want to go to the Pagan Spirit Gathering that happens every single year around summer solstice. Of course, I can't go because I would need to have camping supplies and a willing person to take me. And let's just say um, it probably won't happen. But I always, um, if they post on, on on social media, I will listen to like the live concerts or things and I will feel the energy of all those pagans gathered together. And this sort of all brewed into my mind. And I was like, why can't we have something on just as much of a scale, but done, you know, in the in the conscious mind? You know, I at one time I fancied myself sort of a hippie. Um, 
this was when I was a lot younger, didn't know much, um, but I was like, Mother Earth is real, man, and we have to honor Mother Earth, and, you know, I was, um, smoking certain products <laughs> at the time, and just very much, uh, it, very much a hippie, and I wanted, I guess that's why I sort of went all the way through, because, I mean, that was my journey into paganism, I was into Mother Earth, then I sort of went back to Christianity, I guess, for one last ditch, um, one last ditch, sort of hurrah, and it turned out to be not a good situation, I was... Let's just say I had to go through a lot of healing after that because it was not a good space for me. Um, not because I talked about fairies and all that. I mean, I I tried really hard and went full force um, Christian for a while. Not blaming the Christian religion, but I had to do a lot of healing. Enough said. And then I came back to paganism, and there was this sort of energy that I wanted. And the... The moving in the spirit sort of came out of that. Now, what is the moving in the spirit? As I tried to explain um, in the last podcast, it is an exercise where you or you and a group of people gather together and see what your open mind can bring. Don't. Th- this is the problem that some people might have because you're not supposed to think. And you're supposed to just let your spirit do its thing. Sometimes it would lead to drum circles, chanting, prophesying, um, and doing different things. And just allowing the spirit to open and be open to that consciousness of spirit. And then I came across this sort of thing in my mind that's also about consciousness raising it's about consciousness raising mostly um and i came up with this sort of theory in my mind that there is an inner light now what is the inner light the inner light is it is the inner you the spirit self the energy that composes your what some people call your higher, highest good or your best self or your greatest uh, spiritual force without the ego attached. Whatever some people call it. But like raising, but seeing that inner light and using it to affect change. And I thought, how can you use that inner light to affect change? And... I thought to myself, what if I envisioned my inner light going out to share love with the world, even if I can't do anything physical, which I have done physical things to to share my inner light, um, and there are good there are things you can do, like I volunteered at a food bank one time. Um, um, one time when I was at the school for the blind, there was this thing about grants and giving grants, I guess some thing, agency or whatever, wanted to give us a couple grants to give to needy people. 
one of those things was to take stuffed animals that were originally going to go to Dornbecker Children's Hospital, but they did dis- disallowed it because, um, of course, knowing this now, I mean, thinking about this now, it makes total sense. But back in 1999, <laughs> when I was um, going, of course, I was like, yeah, I was a little upset about that. But, um, they disallowed it because they didn't want, they didn't know where the stuffed animals came. So we, we took them down to a woman's shelter and gave them to the children there. And, um, that was a powerful experience. And the same with doing the, um, the food bank. I mean, I, um, I sorted the potatoes. So I took any rotten potatoes, and of course, you can tell by the way they feel in your hand if they've gone off, um, and separate the rotten ones from the good ones. And um, that was my volunteer job for a while. So there are physical ways that you can um, shed your inner light or extend your inner light to the world and the those I recommend but if you can't why not try doing it in a spiritual form why not try to bring the inner light into the consciousness you know um, the best way to explain it is and it's a not so nice way but I don't know how else um, actually yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing, too. Um, during the pandemic, there were people that were really panicking. And you didn't have to f- be sensitive to know and to feel the palpable panic. However, there was also a consciousness of people doing things for people. Um, schools dropping off food to, ins- to food insecure um, families. Um people donating clothing or people um, donating masks to wear um, people you know just doing things for people because everyone was so um, everyone was so um, much a part of it and and it was it was a consciousness so why could this consciousness not be part of uh, of your exercise? So one time, I uh, arranged with some people during uh, summer um, to do just that. And one of the things we did was we imagined that inner light. And that inner light is not just like the ego. I guess the best way to put it is your best self wrapped within the divine, that spark that made you. So it's like the divine within you, the gods within you, that place where you feel uh, faith, that place where you feel hope, that that place where you feel love. And not just like fleeting love, but in unconditional love. That place that feels um, that feels the purest spirit within. It's like 
if you took your human shell away, what would remain? Your inner light, of course. But that inner light, um, that inner light is, um, is revealed, is shed when we, is, is released. And so we gathered and we would say, I extend out my inner light. And it was a visualization as well as sort of a, a gathering force of consciousness. It was like we were all there creating this space where the inner light could be expressed. And we would say things like, I extend my inner light to the homeless. I extend my inner light to the lonely and some people might be like eh, what is that good for I mean there's so much suffering surely your little inner light can't do anything and you can't do anything physical anyway so what is some spiritual whatever going to do for someone else And to those people, I have to say, you know, that's fine if you believe that. I'm not here to, um, I'm not here to change your mind, make you believe in the inner light. But to me, the inner light is real. The inner light is the wisdom from divinity that allows you to feel those emotions, to experience for yourself how it is that you can give your love and your energy and your will to people who might need it. And who knows? I mean, just because you can't go feed the hungry yourself. That doesn't mean that you can't extend your consciousness out. And maybe through the inner light of the divine that is within you and the spirit that you are, the infinite wisdom that guides you, maybe that raising of that consciousness of the inner light can move other people to do those things. Maybe that inner light does good because it allows you also, even if you don't see any physical demonstration of the light, you know, maybe for you it allows you to have empathy with people who are lost, people who are in need of comfort, of love, of physical things, you know. Someone who is there to listen to you and be there. And that inner light can do it. I have a feeling that it can. If the inner light can guide 30,000 people into the forest every year to pray for world peace, then why? And that's what I believe did it. That's what I believe does, does it. That's what I believe causes all these social movements. The inner light is the thing. Call it what you want. 
spiritual consciousness, community consciousness, um, divine proddings, whatever. But I think it's the inner light. To me, it makes so much sense. I mean, it explains so much about how communities gather, how people can just spontaneously do things that are like a common pool of doing. You know, like when people, when there's a, a world disaster, I mean, yes, okay, there's the practical side. You heard about this or that and you wanted to help because you could, you could bring your um, expertise into the thing. But can't it be a spiritual thing too? Can't it be that prodding of the inner light within you to do something? Another great example of that inner light as consciousness made physical is um, the World Trade Center when it fell, when the, when the towers fell. Um, so many people, I mean, just whoosh, like, fire, um, firemen and women, ambulance people, police, volunteers who helped dig out rubble, volunteers who fed the, the rescue people, counselors to help the grieved. I mean, it was a spontaneous pool of doing and it was, I think, the inner light that guided them to do it. That it was the inner light that shines within all of us that allowed us to do it. So, I mean, I know that for me, and, and this might sound really shallow, like, um, you know, I'm at home and I'm visually impaired and I can't do a whole lot physically, <coughs> you know. So what do you know of human suffering? You don't have to. You don't have to have an imagination to know that that toll of suffering is there. And maybe that inner light, raising the consciousness of the inner light, seeing that inner light extend to people who are not uh, well, people who are in the hospitals, vets and um, vets and VA centers, people that are dealing with traumatic stress or mental illness, um, people, um, you know, um, neglected children, uh, you know, it can be done. And I suppose that's the theme for this. Now, I was going to talk about like how I started this and um <clears throat> for myself. Um it was all those things. It was the consciousness knowing of the rainbow family. It was the whole idea that that inner light can do a lot. It was the knowledge that Everyone has that inner light. It's only, do you know how to use it? Do you know how to utilize it? Do you know, um, do you have empathy for your human being or plant kin or anything else? You know, do you have 
do you have humility to realize that um that you are one spark but one spark can set a fire i mean that's the thing about the inner light is that one if one spark can start a fire then why can't one soul start um, the inner light. And so we would. We would gather and we would, uh, would talk about the inner light and what it meant and, and how we could utilize the inner light, how we could raise the consciousness of the inner light, how the inner light could be um, uh, extended and um and because it was summer and everybody had a lot of activities and I was busy and when I wasn't I was tired because <laughs> um I don't know maybe I don't re I don't remember why I was tired but I do remember that I was um and so that fizzled out, but I remember that because it was so powerful. It felt as if we were all physically in that space, and we weren't. You know, we were all of the country doing this, and it was a beautiful thing. I came away from that feeling spiritually refreshed. Um, another part about the Rainbow Gatherings that sort of helped me to to be inspired uh, about the inner light is that um, there were some music released. You can listen to chants that are done by the Rainbow Gatherings um, as well as the, um, the documentaries and things. Um, Check it out. And don't take my word, but take, check it out for yourself if you want. Um, anyway, there are a couple of chants that made me feel as if the inner light was real. It gave it more sort of depth. And a couple of those sort of spoke to my heart, and I will chant them uh, from time to time. And um, one of them is um, Let the Way... Um, um, oh, no. Yeah, let the way of the heart. Um, and it's let the way of the heart, let the way of the heart, let the way of the heart shine through. Let the way of the heart, let the way of the heart, let the way of the heart shine through. Love upon love upon love Our hearts are beating as one Light upon light upon light Shining as bright as the sun Let the way of the heart Let the way of the heart Let the way of the heart shine through 
that inspired me. It was like, bingo, snap. The inner light is real. The inner light is powerful. It, it can affect change. Um, another chant that really inspired me was, um, teach us we are one. And, um, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but it, it's like, um, teach us, teach us, teach us we are one. Teach us, teach us, teach us we are one. So many different religions down here teach us we are one. So many different religions down here teach us we are one. Teach us, teach us, teach us we are one. Teach us, teach us, teach us we are one. So many different people down here teach us we are one. So many different people down here teach us we are one. Teach us, teach us, teach us we are one. Teach us, teach us, teach us we are one. Um, and the third and final one that really um Im just made me feel so moved is um it's it's called there's there's a rainbow around the moon. Um, and, um, there's a rainbow around the moon, there's a rainbow around the moon, and it's just, I, I think that signifies the, the inner light that can surround um, all the good things in the world and all the the beauty in the world and make it a real a real thing and um, I mean I believe it I believe that it is there and you know I know that I mean I don't know but there might be skeptics out there who are like yeah the inner light is just another one of those weird spiritual things that people and you know it's it's a way to explain human kindness or whatever i don't care i could care less actually because to me what is important is that it spiritually fulfills me it spiritually fulfills me and i hope that listening to this it spiritually fulfills you as well because it is so much there it is all you have to do is look look for the inner light that is within you and see if that inner light feels um connected And see if that inner light brings you something. It doesn't have to be huge. <laughs> you know, it's, um... The inner light is there, though. I... I can't make you believe that the inner light is there. I can't make you 
see it if you don't want it. But it is a passion that I, I, I think the spirits wanted me to share it because it is, it's a vital thing. And if we use it, if we use it to extend our inner light, maybe we can affect change in the world. Maybe we can raise our consciousness together and open ourselves to that light. It is a vast light. Now, some of you might be asking, okay, Feywild, you've talked about the inner light, why you believe it's real, why we should, why I should be, you know, extending my inner light, but how do I do that? Okay. The best way I can describe it is um, to imagine that you are in a room that is very dark, almost like pitch black, dark, <laughs> and imagine that you're standing there with candle sconces all around you, full of candles. There are tables all around with candles on them. And you pick one up, and that candle is the only thing that is keeping you from complete darkness. That candle is wavering in your breath, and you light another candle, and that candle lights another, and that candle lights another, until every single candle is lit. And that is extending your your inner light. Another way to do it is to see beams of light radiating out from you whenever you say something like, I extend my inner light to the homeless of the world. And imagine that, that those radiant beams of light are shining from within you and they are going to the universe, um, the divine, whatever you want to call it. And divine moves people to help those people who are homeless or to bring them comfort or love. Imagine that feeling that you feel if you have and if you haven't just to try and imagine those beams of light, but just imagine, for those of you who can, that feeling of love that pours over you when you feel love for someone unconditionally, the love of a parent for a child, the love of a sibling for another sibling, and that love is so Powerful. that if you think about it too long it can move you to tears because that love is so powerful and we don't think about that in the unconditional love but it is there it is there for everyone and so just that is how you extend your inner light by focusing on um, radiating that light out to others 
that you feel should have that light. Think of it as an extension of meditation. You know, when you meditate, if you meditate. And imagine that that, that is another part of it. So you go from meditation into this exercise where you connect with the universe, where you connect with the divine. And you see, you ask the inner light. You ask the divine what in the inner light needs to be extended, what needs to change. <sighs> Getting back to the rainbow gatherings for just a second. It's not really about them, but it's sort of a caveat. Every 4th of July, when they gather, they gather for a week. But on the 4th of July, from sunrise until noon, everyone is silent. And then at noon, they all start to ohm. And that ohming becomes a pool of energy, and it is directed at world peace. And I know, th this is the thing, I know that just because I extend my inner light tomorrow, every homeless person is going to have a home. Every person who has suffer is suffering from pain of any kind is instantly going to be healed. There is going to be world peace. There is going to be... Um, world acceptance. I know those things aren't going to happen, but for me, if I don't do something about it, it's, if I don't do something about it, it will make me feel as if I am not worthy to walk this planet because I know there's suffering. I know there's pain. I know there's conflict. I know there's hatred. But if I don't do something about it, it does. It makes me feel unworthy. And not in a, oh, Feywild is horrible kind of way. But it's like, we've been given a gift. A gift to walk this planet. To learn from each other, to grow, to experience. And that's why I believe that we're here. That we're here on earth to learn, to grow, to experience, to teach others. Whatever that purpose is, whatever divine has for you. That purpose is there. And, and I believe that we're here until we are no longer serving that purpose or learning those lessons or whatever it is that divine has, that God wants for you. And to me, like, the inner light, that's the least I can do. I used to get horrible flack for this, and I know that some people will not be happy for it, but, like, I used to want for world peace. And I know... That we probably won't have it unless something drastically changes. But if I can't hope for a, a, a future where 
we have less conflict. Um, I mean, it's it makes you it makes you hard. It makes you feel like um, it, it. I don't know, but to me, not allowing my own self to connect with the the planet the the consciousness of the inner light um i don't know it just makes me feel like it needs to be done it needs to happen that inner light needs to happen and it needs to happen now we're in need of something that will allow us to bring consciousness forward. All the things that we need to bring forward so that things can change. Will they be perfect tomorrow? No. But maybe they will be a little tiny bit better. So I was talking about physical ways to share your inner light, like going out and, and doing something physical or donating to a charity. Um, I donated recently um, to St. Jude's um, Children's Hospital. It was actually through another um, thing. It was like... I was getting something to eat or something and they asked me if I wanted to donate to St. Jude's and I was like yes of course um so you can do that you can do physical things you can do financial things but why do people balk at doing f spiritual things people pray all over the world for their family members that fall ill People pray for family members who are in prison. People pray all over the world for family members who are oppressed. Why is the inner light any different? It's just going deeper. It's it's prayer. It it's prayer on a level, on a deeper level. I'm not saying that I won't still pray because I will. Prayer is a good thing, but it's prayer on a level where you are not, you're not, it's more like you're listening. You're listening and you're seeing where that light needs to go. And that light is there. And I, I want to because we're coming up on our second year anniversary next month and oh my gods i cannot believe that we will have two years together um but ah <sighs> um i want to this year focus on that the inner light and of course, we'll be talking about other things. I have plans for other things like the moving in the spirit, kitchen witchery, um, 
because I haven't really touched on that subject yet. Um, but I want to raise consciousness with you and see if something cannot be done. What is another way to do to extend your light? By physically comforting someone and visualizing that inner light wrapping around them and making them feel at peace and whole. So that is what the inner light is, people. And um, I guess I want to bring it out here into the podcast because it is something that needs to happen. The last two years, well, this year is actually, um, the last year that we had was toward the end in some ways better, in some ways not. Um, but let's bring in the inner light and allow maybe this coming year won't be as bad as the year before. You know, and If things happen, I mean, they will happen. I'm not going to get into a uh, philosophical debate about why things happen, because that's not the topic of this. But if there is inner light, There is inner darkness, and I will put it at that. Whatever you call, whatever you call it, there is darkness in the world. And (coughs) excuse me. It doesn't matter what religion you have; you can use the inner light because the inner light is about you and the divine, and and the energy of the inner light going into the universe. And seeing how that inner light brings forth. What changes will it bring forth? It's not... It's not really like um, manifestation, like... Oh, how do I put it? Like some of the New Age things that were um, several years ago. And I will leave it at that. But it's it's not about, oh, you do the inner light and see what happens. See if, like, you know, you'll, you'll get this or that. Because the inner light is not about you at all. Yes, you have an inner light. We all have an inner light. Unless you have decided that you are working for the inner darkness... Um, and some things we do might dim our inner light, but, you know, 
I believe that we that there is a polar energy that <laughs> conflicts with the inner light. Um, but anyway, we all have an inner light within us, and that inner light is there. And um, gods, I. I don't know what else to say to to help you understand. Um, but this is a big thing and it's something the spirits have been prodding me to do and I don't know if other people will do it. But it's something that I feel is necessary because if that inner darkness is there, it's enjoying the results of its plunder right now with all the political upheaval with all the social upheaval with all the climate change stuff um, with all the things that are happening right now the inner darkness is enjoying itself you know and why why should it get all the fun why does it have to have all the attention? Because it loves attention. And the inner light doesn't get it much attention. So let's allow that inner light to be inside us. I am. I'm going to be focusing on it. And I'm going to add a new um, part to the to each podcast. Um Usually, there is a a, bre- a vague outline of the podcast. There's, there's the intro, there's the elements opening, there's maybe an announcement, not always. There's the elements closing, sometimes an outro, and then there's sort of the middle part. And I'm going to... I'm going to add a feature to it. Um, Not a segment, because I don't always do segments. However, this is going to be a regular part of it, and it's going to be the inner light. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it's going to be a time when we extend our inner light out to the world and to see what we can get from it. (laughs) Because I'm tired of... Um, I'm tired of the darkness winning. I really am. And uh, we need that inner light so badly. So badly. It's almost... It's almost a need. And... I guess that's what the spirits wanted me to tell you about the inner light because um, that's what's on my mind. So I know this wasn't an airy fairy episode, but I have been talking about my beliefs lately, and maybe this is sort of an inappropriate time. <laughs> 
Anyway, love and light to all of you all, and I hope that you all have a peaceful and wonderful day, and may the light be with you. Um, and no, I'm not trying to be, you know, Star Trek-ish or whatever. That was not my intention. But I don't know what else to... to say. <laughs> and no, I mean... Some people might say, oh, this is very Jedi-ish or whatever. I was listening to a podcast, which is why it came up in my mind just now. <coughs> about Jedis. But, trust me, this is, um, this is different because it's, um, I guess to me it feels deeper. I'm not saying that they don't believe as much or whatever. That's their thing and I'm not going to discriminate against a religion but for me it feels a, a little bit different from their force maybe it's the same I don't know but the inner light be with you all let all the light within you rise to the universe let all the light within you rise to the universe let all the light within you rise to the universe let all the light within Rise to the universe, let all the light within you rise to the universe, let all the light within you rise to the universe, let within you rise to the universe let all the light within you rise to the universe let all the light within you rise to the universe let all the light within you rise to the universe let all the light within you rise to the universe let all the light within Rise to the universe, rise to the universe. I am a soul, I am a soul, you are a soul, you are a soul. With one inner 
change the world I am a soul I am a soul You are a soul You are a soul With one inner light We can change the world I am a soul I am a soul You are a soul You are a soul With one inner light We can change the world I am a soul I am a soul You are a soul you I am a soul You are a soul You are a soul With one inner light We can change the world I am a soul I am a soul You are a soul You are a soul change the world I am a soul I am a soul you are a soul you are a soul with one inner light we can change the world I am a soul We'll open with a prayer to the divine, whoever that is for each of you, be it God, be it the spirits, we call upon the inner divine, the divine that guides and guides us all. I call upon the divine being or beings that through our consciousness, through the raising of our consciousness, we might help change the world with the inner light. So might it be. To the hungry all over the world, I extend my inner light to the homeless who have no homes. I extend my inner light 
to the people suffering from mental illness, I extend my inner light. To the people who are suffering physical illness, I extend my inner light. To the soldiers who are fighting and dying all over the world for freedom, for peace, I extend my inner light. To the oppressed all over the world who cannot fight for their own freedom, I extend my inner light. To all those who are in hospitals right now, I extend my inner light. To those who are in prison, I extend my inner light. To the downtrodden and the lonely, I extend my inner light. To all the children who have no home, I extend my inner light. To people who are experiencing spiritual pain, I extend my inner light. To the people who feel hopeless, I extend my inner light. To all people on the planet who are suffering in any way, I extend my inner light. And we'll end with a prayer. I extend my inner light to all who need it, to the planet, to the earth itself, to the universe and the multiverse, to the kindred's good who need the inner light. I ask that this inner light be manifested in the universe and in the multiverses, that through my inner light I might bring forth changes. I call upon the power within the gifts of the divine, that I might remember the inner light within all beings. I call upon the inner light to snuff out the darkness that causes suffering, pain, loneliness, fear, 
illness. And all things that are not profitable. Thanks be to the divine for the gift of empathy. So mote it be.